Tomorrow's World Magazine, December 2021 issue. Newswatch, Mark 13, verse 37. And what I say to you, I say to all. Watch, read by William Williams. Item number one of four. Sunday Laws, the Environment, and the Vatican. For years, the Vatican has promoted Pope Francis's Laudato Si encyclical, issued in 2015. This promotion, quote, designed to encourage strategic actors to commit to achieving total sustainability with Pope Francis's environmental advocacy as a guide, end quote, kicked into high gear this year. From Crooks Now, May 25, 2021. Quote, Pope Francis said humanity has a duty to future generations to overcome selfishness, indifference, and irresponsible habits, asking faithful to respect creation and inaugurate a lifestyle and a society that is finally eco-sustainable, end quote. According to a Vatican official, the present plan is designed to be seven years long because of the biblical significance of the number seven. Year one is a planning year followed by five years of environmental action. The final, seventh year, quote, will be a sabbatical year dedicated to praising and thanking God, end quote. The idea is to begin with Catholic parishes and organizations and then bring in other churches and organizations, ultimately involving the whole world. Integral to the plan is a mandatory weekly day of rest. Quote, the Pope's encyclical calls for Sunday to be implemented as a weekly day of rest to save the environment, end quote. From OpenPR.com, December 11, 2020. Biblical prophecy foretells the rise of an end-time beast power in Central Europe. This beast will be a militarily and economically powerful political leader who will work in concert with a powerful religious leader. See Revelation chapter 13. Ultimately, the religious leader will cause all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hand or on their foreheads, and that no one may buy or sell except one who has the mark, or the name of the beast, or the number of his name. Revelation 13, verses 16 and 17. Francis's Laudato Si may help bring this about. Item number 204. Power Vacuum Threatens Europe's Stability. Author Wolfgang Munchau recently wrote for The Spectator, quote, What we are witnessing is the birth of a new breed of Euroscepticism. This all amounts to a moment of great danger for the EU, end quote. July 3, 2021. Munchau described the plummeting respect for retiring German Chancellor Angela Merkel and current French President Emmanuel Macron and the impact of their roles on the future of the EU. Munchau described what he considers many political blunders made by Merkel in the 16 years of her leadership. Hers is a party in turmoil. Munchau asked a significant question regarding the EU's future. Quote, if neither Merkel nor Macron can lead Europe, then who can? Look at the field of their potential successors in Germany and France. No one else is on the horizon. So the EU's future depends on weaning itself off the illusion of Franco-German leadership. End quote. Despite the apparent void in leadership, biblical prophecy reveals that Germany will play a significant role in the future of Europe. While there may be no one else on the horizon, quote-unquote, at this moment, there is or will be someone waiting in the wings, unbeknownst to Munchau. 
There is an old saying that nature abhors a vacuum, and nations are always uncomfortable when there is a leadership vacuum. The Bible warns that at the end of the age, a powerful, self-absorbed leader will arise in Europe, specifically in Germany. This person shall do according to his own will. He shall exalt and magnify himself above every god. Daniel chapter 11, verse 36. He will help unify ten kings in Europe who will give their power over to him for a brief time. Revelation chapter 17, verses 12 and 13. And he will be supported by a prominent religious leader. Students of biblical prophecy need to watch for a strong leader to arise and pull together a core of European nations. Item number three of four. Fragile new coalition in Israel. After 12 years under 71-year-old Benjamin Netanyahu's leadership, Israel has a new prime minister, Netanyahu's former ally, 49-year-old Naftali Bennett. Winning the office by just one Knesset vote, Bennett now leads a, quote, fragile coalition comprised of eight parties with deep ideological differences, end quote. From the Associated Press, June 13, 2021. However, Netanyahu will not disappear. He is still part of Israel's leadership and aims to return to power as soon as is possible. The extremely close vote demonstrates that he still retains a great deal of support, especially among Israel's hardliners. Bennett is a conservative Orthodox Jew and a millionaire. He is an ultra-nationalist, quote-unquote, who opposes Palestinian independence and supports Israeli West Bank settlements. He leads a coalition government whose current reason for being is its shared opposition to Netanyahu. Exactly what the future holds remains to be seen. Bennett has made clear that under his leadership, Israel will not allow Iran to obtain nuclear weapons, and he is calling for unity and cooperation among Israel's leaders. He is supposed to step down from power in two years to make way for a centrist leader in what is being called a, quote, rotating plan for the premiership, end quote. From Dutchwell, June 13, 2021. While Prime Minister Bennett's new position will be very challenging, many wonder what his election portends for Israel's future. How will he interact with other leaders in the Middle East, in Europe, and especially in Germany? Biblical prophecy foretells that Israel's future will be rocky and dangerous. Zechariah chapter 12, verses 2 and 3, and chapter 14, verses 1 and 2. Europe, and even the Pope, will eventually become involved in Jerusalem. Bennett might set the stage for such a future. Item number four of four. Millions starving in Ethiopian famine. In northern Ethiopia, more than 350,000 people are living in a food catastrophe, according to a United Nations-backed analysis that defines a food catastrophe as, quote, starvation and death affecting small groups of people spread over large areas, end quote. From the BBC, June 10, 2021. Since November 2020, 1.7 million people in the Tigray region of Ethiopia have been displaced by civil war. In addition to those in a food catastrophe, the UN concludes that 2 million are in a food emergency, and 3 million more are in a food crisis. Although many are careful not to use the word famine until certain criteria are met, UN humanitarian chief Mark Lowcock has, quote, chosen to ignore the rules and insist that there is famine now in Tigray, end quote concluding that arguing over definitions is counterproductive. According to the UN, quote, This severe crisis results from the cascading effects of conflict, 
including population displacements, movement restrictions, limited humanitarian access, loss of harvest and livelihood assets, and dysfunctional or non-existent markets, end quote. Ethiopia's government insists its population has access to food relief, but starving citizens tell a different story, and Lokok predicts the situation will grow far worse. In 1984, a similar war in the region led to a famine that killed between 600,000 and a million people. Due to the greed and selfishness of leaders, millions continue to suffer unnecessary starvation. God warned that the end of this age will be characterized by selfish people who despise good and treat others with brutality. 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 1-5 through 5. Corrupt and power-hungry leaders do not serve the people they lead. Rather, they care only about themselves. That is why people groan when wicked leaders rule. Proverbs 29, verse 2 Our world needs righteous, caring leadership. End of Newswatch